Alrighty, I hit record. Um, hello, uh, listeners, welcome to another instalment of There Are Tiny Kingdoms with me, Kat, your host. Um, and and we're going to do a similar thing that we that we did to the last podcast, where we'll have Chris, who is the um, the regular host of Suddenly Subtly, and we're going to make this a crossover episode. Um, so in the last podcast, we did a crossover where Chris and I talked about weather in The Hunter, I think. We talked about... Did we talk about winds, Chris? Is that what we did? How's that? Is that any better? Oh yeah, that's great. We should have done a we should have done a mic check. Um, for a minute. We should have done a, a mic check before we started recording. <laughs> I thought you disappeared. How are you, Chris? Before we go before we go on to the weather, how are you? Um, I've had a busy week, so maybe I'm a little bit. Um, down tempo today. Hashtag but, over it. <laughs> yeah, but pretty good. Otherwise, um, thanks for having me back on your podcast. Um, thanks for my popular demand. That's again. Right. <laughs> you're, uh, you're, you're the talent out of the two of us. It's pretty, I think everyone knows that it's pretty obvious. It is cross-stitch uh, podcast. <laughs> Friday, yesterday. Oh, yeah, I remember. We did talk about winds. There was a tricky sort of um, southerly change, sort of change that took place up here um, uh, last week. Um, we, we, we had a nice podcast about that, I recall. Yeah, I think I, think I vaguely remember too. Isn't that always the way with the weather? You know, once it's over, you're looking you're looking at the next thing. No memory whatsoever of what happened. Or <laughs> that's how it is for me. But yeah, it does seem to be mostly like that for me too. Um, but go on. How did the how did the fog finish up? Yeah, it was more. Um, We did, I think. And then the Friday turned out to be a really big fog. Um, there was maybe a, um, a southeasterly wind that, um, the Thursday afternoon that brought in a lot of moisture, a lot of low-level moisture. Um, and then the sky was mostly clear most of the Hunter District on Friday night. It was some patchy lower level cloud um, about the coastal part. Yeah, the situation was that we had a 
mostly clear night and um, a pretty big fog formed, uh, both in the upper and lower hunter. Right, I suspect um, it took till between 11 and 12 in the morning for it to clear in some parts. Here it took till about 11.30 for, I guess it had left it's a very low cloud, um, but for the fog layer to clear. But yeah, it was a, it was a really beautiful kind of scar shaped kind of fog running the entire length of the Hunter Valley and um, popping out the western side of the ranges towards Dubbo. Oh, great. was a big event. Um, it, it was interesting to try and forecast clearance of it for um, Williamtown. One of the tricks was that um, when I got there, there was, there was actually no fog there. There had been some overnight, but when I got there at 5.30 in the morning, there was none. And then I remember at 7 in the morning looking up the runway to see just some patch of stratus in the distance. How that stratus scary. is very, very low cloud. How bloody scary. <laughs> yeah. Um, I had driven through some near the raft base, so I thought, oh, yeah. But it was very patchy on the way in. But I noticed uh, on the satellite imagery that the fog really increased in size at around sunrise. Um, uh, uh, it sort of filled in some of the valleys to the north and south of the main Hunter Valley, and it seemed to, it, w it was difficult to know because there was cloud over the top where I was, but yeah, it, it just seemed to um, start to get a bit closer, even visually. So, you know, we were on the edge of the fog bank at the airport that I work at, um, right through till about nine o'clock, and then I think we had some um, very, very low cloud of about 100 feet drifting over at around 9 and uh, um, you know, reduced visibility fog to the northwest. But at about 9.30, the fog rolled in properly, which is, looks to me like an extremely late time for a fog to roll in. Uh, we had a light northwesterly wind blowing, so all the fog that was further up the valley had to, had to come down our way, but still, 9.30 just seems like a, an absurd time for fog to develop <laughs> out of place. <laughs> and we went into absolutely thick fog for about, like real fog, 500 metres visibility for about 45 minutes or so, I reckon. That must have been um, really hard to time the clearance of. Yeah, yeah. We were right on the edge of the fog. I could see to the north it was clear, and the temperature at, in, at Newcastle had gone up to 15 and a half by about 10.30, so it was totally clear down there at Nobby's. But yeah, there was this thin little filament of fog that was rolling down the valley from the northwest, and it just kept pouring over us. <laughs> so, um, just so dramatic. Yeah. Yeah, it really was. It was tricky given that it came in late. It was tricky that there was cloud around um, that disguised the fog on the satellite picture. Uh, it was tricky that the fog seemed to really blow up in um, extent across the 
district at around sunrise. Maybe that's a thing I've seen before. But then the really tricky thing was um, it cleared um, about between 10.30, quarter to 11. It looked really good outside. I was going to put down, uh, I was just wait, giving it a bit more time. I was going to put down two octaves of cloud. And then um, maybe when I went out to do the, because we do an observation every half an hour, as you know, um, when I went out to do the clearing observation, say 10 to 11 in the morning, a whole lot of really low, <laughs> like stratus formed, not associated with the fog, but somehow associated with the temperature inversion at the top of the fog, um, because it was just a really thin film. I don't know what you call it. Yeah, it was like a film of um, stratus cloud. I, I really didn't know what how high it was initially. I thought it might have been really high cirrus cloud by the look of it. It was, how, it was just how bizarre. Very, yeah, really unusual sight. Um, <laughs> how crazy! There's nothing worse than going out and thinking that you're going to be able to clear clear the weather, and then seeing something and then not knowing what it is. Gosh, that's just. Oh, I get I get so annoyed when my clearing clearing observation gets screwed up and then yeah it must have been horrible looking at this thing and going gee what what even is that like you know, <laughs> I didn't, yeah. yeah wow how great because i was so invested in having that the fog clear <laughs> clearing, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was already running late and um people were relying on it to clear um and yeah uh, i recall just sitting at the desk looking at that satellite image loop just being you know like uh meditative about because we were near the edge of the fog thinking you know like just hoping that it would clear away textbook like but yeah i think there was a fairly moist layer just above the fog layer and i don't know somehow or other you know, mixing into that layer of the fog foggy air probably, you know, just added a bit more moisture maybe to it. Um, I don't really understand what took place, but it was a beautiful sight. Like on any other occasion, I probably would have been thrilled to have seen such an unusual thing. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it made my life hard on this particular occasion when I was totally yeah, over yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't appreciate it for how great it was. I wanted it to fuck off. <laughs> and I... I kind of lost faith in what I was doing and, uh, you know, people were ringing and I was unable to tell them what I, what I thought was going to happen because I'd had some, had this thing happen. Do you recall that sort of effect? Um, yeah, maybe I, maybe I, I feel like that all the time, you know. <laughs> maybe I'm, I'm always out of my depth and someone's like, oh, what do you think will happen next? And it's like, oh, look, I've got no idea. <laughs> there's, no, there's no script, isn't there? Just flying by the seat of our pants now. <laughs> you know, what do you what do you think's gonna happen, you know? Do you you tell why don't you tell me for once? Uh, that, that sounds like a bit of a, a rough run. Um, <laughs> no, I wouldn't I, have it any other way. <laughs> um, I get it every now and again. I can't remember the last time I had it. It could have been a few years, but it it's really sh sort of when these things happen, really shakes me to the core. But yeah, maybe a quarter past 11 or 20 past 11, I, quarter past 11 I think it was, because I got the 
observation I had at about 18 and a half. I went outside and the whole thing was gone. Oh, like, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. It was short-lived and it helped us busy. It's almost like a dream. Like, maybe it didn't happen at all. Well, even better. <laughs> mm, even better. Yeah. Even better. I wondered if the machine was broken, you know? The machine was painting cloud at 700 feet. Like, it was hanging on to the idea of cloud being at two or 300 from half an hour ago because, you know, it's... it's um, the algorithm, yeah. Yeah, the algorithm is so slow to react to clearance. Um, the algorithm that we use for the cloud. But, um, yeah, and then it showed up some at 700 and uh, I kind of couldn't believe it for a while. I didn't want to believe it. I was looking at it thinking... I can't believe this is happening to me on a Friday. <laughs> it's so unfair. So, yeah, it was, it was an interesting fog, all right. Um, but it, it was a big one and long-lived and pretty widespread. You know, yeah, not uh, bad for the end of June, July. I'm, I'm glad. Is it the biggest sort of fog that we've had this winter so far? I think it might have been the biggest that I've been on duty for mm -hmm. at, the, at the airport. Um, in the morning, on a weekday. Yeah. Grant, um, my co-worker there, <laughs> had, had one. I think that lasted till about 11 o'clock a few weeks ago. So maybe there's one other big one this year. That's but fun. yeah, I think it could have been worse. Like, there are some folks that I, I was tricked a bit because um, of the the cloud cover and the way it seemed to, you know, um, increase in extent. Because um, when, when I looked on the overnight images, like 6, 6.30, it didn't look that big a fog. But then um, by around 7 it was a monster fog on the satellite image. <laughs> it was a monster. And I realised I, I hadn't gone hard enough. <laughs> what a stressful day, yeah. See you in the pants. Pull your feet off. <laughs> Nothing's going to help you. No computer models. They had a clearing like at 9 o'clock or something. So. Rubbish. Totally rubbish. <laughs> but anyway, it was... Um, yeah, it was a fog ride. Yeah. That's great. Um, lucky you. Yeah, I, I like this feeling of the... Um, there's a little bit of easterly um, to, the, to the low level airflow, I think. Even if it's a northeasterly by the coast, it stays sort of east or southeasterly in the upper hunter. So there was a huge fog up there in places like Merriwar and Scone that lasted close to midday. Um, yeah, that's, that's really beautiful. I suspect that's a different style of mechanism, um, formation mechanism. That a little, the easterly and the low-level winds is an upslope wind up there, so that would also give a little bit of lifting. Plus, there's that. And when, when air parcels are lifted, as you know, can as cooling take place. And if they're moist, then, you know, the cooling um, forms cloud. Yeah, can bring back cloud. Um, and then there's the radiation, you know, radiative cooling of the air parcels taking place 
So up that way, there's those two, at least those two processes taking place. But down, you know, the coastal end of the Hunter Valley where the airport is, Williamtown Airport is, we don't have that upslope effect. I would imagine that the, the fog or very low cloud formed with the upslope effect is actually moving the other way. It's moving inland. You know, it's moving from the east. Um, whereas down near the coast, um, the wind's blowing from the west northwest, and so it's um, yeah, blowing from the west. So you know, it's like uh, we're getting, um, I guess, two fog formation mechanisms. The upslope one inland, and just a purely radiated cooling one um, that then, uh, then then the fog moves around with drainage winds um, in the fog layer that head towards the coast. I'm not explaining this well, but it feels like the fog's moving two different ways in the one valley. What do you think? <laughs> Yeah, Would that, be right? that sounds that sounds great to me. I I think of that fog in the upper hunter as a rocky mix of fog and low cloud together, just like you say. Yeah, um, and the stuff lower down. Um, could there be a section in the middle hunter where it's like radiative and advected fog, maybe? I like it. There seems to be lots of subtle things maybe going on. It's kind of like a, a Buddhist riddle, you know. Which way does the fog form in the valley? In east, west, both. What do you say to your Buddhist master? Hard to know. We'll never be enlightened at this stage, Chris, that's for sure. <laughs> At this rate, you know, we're going to be you know, tied to our earthly um, existences pretty, you know, <laughs> forever. Sounds all right with me. Me too, me too. I'm into it. So, yeah, thanks for having me on talking about that. Um, I felt like I may have not explained the details, but it's only because I don't, probably don't really understand them. What? <laughs> You did a great job explaining what are you talking about. If the listeners don't understand, it's their own fault. <laughs> you, you couldn't have explained it any better. Uh, well, I'm grateful to be back on Tiny Um Have you had any interesting weather there? To, um, mm, good, good question. Um, interesting weather. There was some fog in Melbourne one day, but I think I mentioned that in the last podcast. And it did that thing um, that you were talking about for the Friday fog where it didn't seem to be that much overnight and then around sunrise in the Melbourne sort of area. Um, the fog just sort of rapidly filled in from kind of all directions, except, of course, from the ocean. Um, but, but, yeah, it just seemed to... I think you described this once in Sydney too, when it when it fogs um, in the eastern suburbs, it kind of just goes in from everywhere, right? Like um, 
for for a big one you know to, at sunrise it you know just sort of spills over from all of the all of the valleys all the you know the little rivers and just sort of fills in everywhere yeah it's yeah. it's that in melbourne i drove home in some korean club after a night shift and that was cool um Yeah, there was some really big fog. There's a big fog event on the Eyre Peninsula. That's the most western peninsula in SI, I think. You know, there are those there are those three peninsulas. The most eastern one is where Adelaide is. I think it's called Thuria or something. And then there's one in the middle, which I forget the name of. And then then there's the Eyre one in the west. It's maybe not common to see lots of fog and little cloud there. You know, but a couple of days ago there was a big bank. Maybe it was Friday. Maybe? Friday or Thursday. Yeah, it was not terribly widespread across the en- entire peninsula, not just um, a couple patches. It was basically, yeah, it was covering that little triangle pretty consistently. And it lasted a couple of hours. It burnt off pretty quickly, but it was there after sunrise. Mm, maybe it occurred at like 9.30 or something. Mm, Eastern Standard Time, that is. I guess that would be 9am Adelaide time. Mm, so that, that was fun. Mm. It's funny you say that. Um, I thought I might have been living some sort of strange uh, Groundhog Day. You are, Chris. You are living a strange Groundhog Day. You haven't reached Buddhist enlightenment yet, you know, but that's what you continue to suffer because you don't understand your own psychology. Go on. There were two days a week or two ago where I saw the same thing happen in the Air Peninsula. Oh, really? It's a thing that happens all the time. No, I'd never noticed it before, but um, on those days, it was a weird time. may have even been afternoon. Oh, there was a whole bunch of sea fog a couple of weeks ago, two days in a row. Did oh, you see yeah. it out over that the ocean? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's quite rare. Um, but yeah, I think it sort of lasted all day for the first day and then maybe cleared for a bit on the second day um, and then formed again and then cleared later as winds turned northerly. It was, oh, it was the yeah. talk of the town. I can't believe I forgot about it. Yeah, well spotted, Chris. Of the town was, did you say? Yeah, it was, yeah. The, sea f- the fog that lingered out over the ocean. I remember, it reminded me of um, when I was working, um, I don't know what I was doing, maybe I was working <laughs> at sale. And, uh, <laughs> I don't know what I was doing. <laughs> in Victoria. and um, Oh, I remember going to a conference and... Um, um, Hobnobbing. Scotty, who who's a you know who you know. That Vic, that Vic forecaster. Yeah, forecaster mm-hmm. Vic was discussing how um, Jeff the ferret. <laughs> God, this really descended had, into um, like a bureau party, hasn't it? All right, go on. <laughs> yeah, this was probably late nineties or early two thousand. Um, he was discussing how Jeff had managed to pick. 
a fog coming back in on Melbourne Airport, so uh, off to the bay. How bleak. God, yeah, that's so bleak. What, it, it happens down again there too. I, I wondered if this this scenario had taken place over in South Australia. So, you know, if you've got a really big fog in Melbourne, um, I'm not quite sure what time of year it was. Maybe it was spring. Mm-hmm. The waters were still cool and over the bay. Mm-hmm. And the fog um, moved out over the bay, like dissipated during the day over the land. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. Melbourne City became clear, but it, the fog stayed over the bay. Mm-hmm. And, and then in the evening, the fog just comes back in in the sea breeze. Um, oh, that's so bleak. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And Jeff, you know, the, the mighty Ferris had predicted that. Um, probably... A springtime thing, yeah. Um, so I'd wondered whether that had taken that was the mechanism, you know, for the Adelaide fog, but I, I wasn't sure. It's a funny thing. I, I don't know what happens in the waters in those gulfs, but I, I wonder if it's. Yeah, I, I, I should have a look at the sea surface temperatures or something, the OBS off those gulfs, what, what, what it's like. They seem to be very sort of large land masses. Wonder if there are strange currents there or anything in it. It's a quite um, sharp little features. Yeah. Do you know what the middle gulf is called? Is it Vincent? Yes. Yes, Gulf of St. Vincent. Yeah. Yeah, there are places that I would love to visit one of these days. You'll probably never get there, Chris. You'll probably just have to <laughs> stay in New South Wales. You, you can't you, know, you can't go across anywhere if the border's closed to you. So it's I've also it's also hair, close so to me. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. yeah. A strange thing happened today. I was walking to the shops here where I live in Maitland. Actually, walking to get a coffee, and I saw a, I'd seen it before. Um, there's a house, a lovely two-story, a rickety two-story house, named Andrushan. Named what? A-N-D-R-O-S-S-A-N. And I thought, I, I don't know that name. Um, anyway, I looked it up on Google, and it's a town on the west, mm, um, west uh, the western side of St. Vincent Gulf oh, in South cool. Australia. Yeah. Cool. So, um, There's your SA connection, Chris. There you go. You can visit that place and pretend that you're in South Australia. <laughs> that's the only way. That's the only way you'll get there. <laughs> How great! Once um, in SA, always in SA now. That's right. You can you can take the Chris out of SA, but you can't take the SA out of Chris. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. yes. Anyway, otherwise it'd be Chris. Chris or Chris. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I've lost the plot. <laughs> well, the effect of COVID-19. That's what your, your listeners are hearing on um, <laughs> um, Mighty Kingdoms. Tiny, tiny kingdoms. <laughs> if you keep on, you know, mis- <laughs> misnaming really the show, I feel like, like, it seems like every episode you've got to, you've got to slip in a misnamer. It's not, it's not good enough. I'm going to send you some flashcards in the mail. And, you know, every time... One, one of the flashcards will be on air. Another one will say no swearing. And then the, the 
the third one will be the name of the show. So that you know, you know even better, just don't don't mention the name of the show. Just say on, on your show or on this show that you've invited me on. Thanks, Kat. So grateful to have an invite. No, don't take it for granted at all. <laughs> Thank you, Kat. You're welcome, Chris. It's fine. Don't even mention it. <laughs> it's great to have you. <laughs> uh, just while I'm here, I want to give our other show a plug. Um, this is not about plugging your show, Chris. <laughs> uh, I think I've, I've got the pronunciation and... Um, it's actually, it's actually sad sow, Chris. Suddenly, oh. southerly, southerly. That's true. No, it's sad sow, you're right. It makes it sound okay. like you're in a bath. The suds. Yeah, that's it. Sad sow. Sad sow. Are you gonna, yeah. are you gonna make a, an instalment of Suddenly Southerly? Not, not tomorrow. No. Not in the next little while. But, um. There's plenty of really good listening there on our <laughs> um, back catalogue, right? Mm. Particularly the early ones. Go right back to the start. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, you, you've got to ration it out. You know, who, who knows how long these COVID times will continue. You don't want to, you know, binge them and then have nothing, you know, in two or three days. So yeah, just <laughs> take it easy. You know, really appreciate each episode. Yeah, give, give, give like a couple of days in between each listening. There's so much in them you can listen several times anyway. Do you think? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends how desperate you are. I, I guess, you know, like, um, yeah, that's, I agree with that. That's true, I think. You, you really got to extract all the moodiness from each episode. You know, you need a couple of sittings. Is that a natural place to end? Now that you've plugged plugged another different show on this show, should we? Was there anything else you'd like to plug that isn't this show that you can't seem to remember the name of? Do it, do it now. Let's just get it out of the way, and then maybe next week, next show, we can just have a, a show about this show rather than <laughs> rather than other things, other shows or other things that aren't this show. Go on. <laughs> I don't think I want to. <laughs> No, you're right. I mean, we'll we'll um we'll not have you on as a guest for a while. So you you um you collect all the things that you'd like to plug for the the next time we speak in you know five or six years. How about that? <laughs> Make a little list. Okay. Well, thank you for that. <laughs> That's very gracious of you. <laughs> um. And also, I noticed that for the last episode, we had um, an estimated view listenership of three. Do you know anything about that? I, I listened to it once. Did no, you, I listened to it. Did you listen to it once or twice? Once. Ah, someone else listened to it. Maybe it's it was great. me listening to it twice. I, I don't know. Did you send it to anyone else? No. Hmm, intriguing. Was it estimated, did you say? Yeah, I think so. Maybe the, the algorithm was just poor. Maybe. 
hidden listener out there? Someone we don't know of. Probably somebody got to it from the suddenly suddenly. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, someone was looking for something called Magic Kingdoms and <laughs> accidentally ended up at the wrong show, did they? <laughs> well, you know. Just like that time, I, I went to see the last waltz. Um, you know, the the um, film about the, band. the last, yeah, yeah, the, the last concert by the band. And I was sitting next to some people and they said something like, it's an old film actually, but, you know, it was just resurrected for some reason. <laughs> and the people next to me were saying, or before the film started, oh, yeah, I, I, I'm not sure, but I, I think it's about a group travelling through Turkey. Um, <laughs> Does that really uh, happen? Yeah, that really happened. <laughs> really? I thought it was some foreign film. You know. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. How um, how disappointed they must have been. <laughs> <laughs> they would have really thrown them around. Oh, actually, now while I've got you here, when I saw my chemistry teacher on uh, on a bike path last week, um, yeah. for the first time after fifteen years, he mentioned that there was another. Uh, band doco that had been released a couple of years ago. Do you know about this? No, not at all. Oh, I have to find it then. Because yeah, he he seemed to, he was so sweet. He was like, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't an, an original fan. It was like you know someone your age who'd who'd gone back and like listened to their music. Not not when it was you know being currently released, but you know like as a as a younger person. I was just sort of like, oh, you know we're we're like sort of second rate. Fans, because you know, we just happen to be born. You're not a, a <laughs> yes, right. Yeah, like, <laughs> uh, like some kind of imitation fan. Or it was really funny. Yeah, there's a way. There's a way you said someone your age, and I was just kind of like, oh, you know, it's it's not my fault that I was born when I was born. <laughs> like, is that this is completely out of my like hands. But no, um, no, you know, blame me for it. It's fine. Um, but we had a little laugh, so I'll, I'll try and find it. And um, and I'll, s- I'll send you a YouTube link if it's on YouTube, and then we can we can talk about it in the next episode. That sounds great to me. That'd be awesome. Well, apart from all that bit about um, suddenly, suddenly, I really enjoyed <laughs> chatting with you. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't you just couldn't help yourself, could you, Chris? <laughs> That's all right. I will edit ninety percent of your comments out in post production. So. That's fine. (laughs) You will barely feature in this episode. (laughs) No, no, I'm kidding. You're the the talent. You're the talent. Um, It was nice to speak to you. Hope you have a good night. And thanks for keeping us updated on the fog situation. That's a pleasure. Yeah. Rest well. Thank you. Take care of yourself. Good night to the listeners. Oh yeah, I'm just trying to stop this recording.